everybody out there in the internet space. We're live. We're on YouTube, iTunes, Periscope. I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins, and this is the Fantasy Golf Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Golf Pod, where we like to meet up every Tuesday night, now live, cracking beers, clicking names. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, if you're new here, why don't you go ahead and like and subscribe? We do this for fun. We do this for free. You might be able to see my breath. It's freaking cold here. It's snowy in Minnesota. What a joke. But I'm doing this. I'm out in the garage. Kind of cold. Got to get a heater, man. Being not experts. Dude, I don't have enough money. I got to win a GPP to get that heater installed in here. It's hard to win a heater amount of money when you only play for a dollar a lineup, too. So we're 20 max tournament people. Playing the short game it's called sometimes i do that bagels listener league which i'm in this week and i was top 10 last week so hey notable top 10 <laughs> anyway we never do those 150 things we don't make lineups with generators just do it for fun by ourselves by hand hell yeah uh we talk each tuesday about ownership and who's the chalk who are the pivots and where are the values and that's what we're about to do uh we simply like to study the names eric take the tests, and see our grades, and we hope to get good grades. All right? <laughs> you, you definitely do. <laughs> well, you're not good at getting good grades? Uh, they've been all right. You know what I just realized is that I didn't title this? Did I? Oh. oh. No name. Just says live. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the Zozo. We're learning how to do these things. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm making this stuff as I go up, at, making this up as I go along. Fake it till you make it in this not expert world. <laughs> All right, Eric, we typically get to the names as fast as possible. None of that wasting of our time. And at the tippity tip top, if you're watching along live on the internet, you can see me share my screen and show you Xander Shuffley at $11,200. They finally made him the top price guy. I truly don't remember or recollect a time where Xander was the first place price golfer. Can you? No, I, I can't. I can't. At 11-2, it's, it's not a normal price, but I think there's a reason why. I don't know if you want to get into that. Oh, he's a no-cut king. We know that, and we rode him last week, knowing this, in the no-cut last week, and it was close. He almost paid us off bigly. We almost had an actual hashtag mega profit. It was close. JT didn't do enough for me to get there, but Xander was right there. If you would have won, I might have won a little bit more. What are you doing with this TPG? We call him the top-priced guy. I fade the TPG. I never use the top-priced guy, even if it's Xander or somebody I love and I think is a good play. $11,200, that'll get me off. Is it going to get you off, or are you going to play Xander Shoffley at $11,200? Well, hear me out, Okay. So I, I think, once again, with <laughs> I, I always get into this trap. The stars are aligning. They really are. I mean, think about what we've got here with Xander. We got uh, a second last week, no-cut event that we like to see. A fifth at the U.S. Open before that, which is, you know, 20-some uh, days before. So he came off a you know, decent break. And then it was second at the Tour Championship, which was also a small field, no-cut event. Okay? So he's leading 
in strokes gained total over the last 12, his last 12 rounds of the entire field. We get him back in California. He likes bent grass. He, he plays well at uh, some of the Jack Nicholas uh, courses like Mirfield Village, where he's gotten a couple of top 15s. And one of them was when he lost uh, five strokes putting. Um, uh, speaking of his putting, his putting's been unbelievable the last three tournaments that he's played. But that doesn't concern me because he's generally just a good putter. I'm going to put him on the speed level of good putting, but he's just a good putter, you know, historically speaking. So I'm willing to take a look at his 6.7, 6.1, and 7.1 strokes game putting, even though that's <laughs> that we usually uh, disqualify. And, you know, the, the 11.2 price is, is a hefty price, but no I mean, cut. I think – there's no, it's no cut. It's no cut. Yeah, exactly. We're going to do the exact same thing that we did last day. We're going to be taking him, a 9K guy, an 8K guy, maybe even two 9K guys, and you're going to jam in a low 7K, a low 6K, or maybe even uppers. I mean, there's lots of ways to build around this. I think that was a su successful strategy last week. You did that. Um, I did that. You just gotta, you're just going to have to hope that you find the right guys in the middle. So I think that there's a reason to play Xander Shoffley this week at 11-2, and I think that you're going to be – I don't know. You might get some FOMO here towards Wednesday evening when you start. No, I never play the top price guy, especially if it's going to be Xander and he's going to be owned coming off of what he came off of. And rightly so. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, <laughs> and actually, though, I do like a name in the 10K range. It's Justin Thomas at $10,600, but I'm not alone. He might be the ch-ch-ch-chalk of the week. Justin Thomas, are you going to eat that chalk? Should I go back all in on JT? Is it time? I mean, we get the the price went down from last week. Yeah, then, yeah, you should continue. I mean, I don't know. You, you were able to stuff Xander and JT into every single one of your lineups last week. Can you do that again this week? Or you're not going to play Xander, obviously, this time. But, yeah, JT, what the fuck? The, the ownership on these guys does literally does not matter. These guys are – a lot of these guys, they're all coming in hot. Maybe, you know, you could argue something about Rory. But um, Do you want to talk about Rory, the pivot? He's the pivot at $10,400. He's the lowest projected own golfer, Rory McIlroy in the range. And that makes me very interested. I have not been a Rory clicker since his wife gave birth and that narrative circled. He right. was bad. He's been just kind of mediocre. Not great. He did show up for three rounds last week and then failed miserably on Sunday. And so at 10, four low ownership. Hmm. I'm curious to you know, maybe click a few Rory shares. Uh, I mean, uh, here's the thing too. You got Rory McIlroy and John Rahm. Uh, I believe, well, John Rahm, I was going to say, another winner at Mirfield Village, Jack Nicholas course. Um, is that what Data Golf has said? I heard Data Golf trying to say that. That and Well, else. I mean, you know, just looking at Jack Nicholas type courses, I mean, he builds them the way he builds them and, that's what we're getting here right now is at, uh, at the, at, at the event this week. So okay. yeah. Well, <laughs> what's Eric, low owned though? Yeah, you can use Rory low owned or you can go to the nine K range and it looks like there's some chalk forming in the nine K range at the top. You got $9,800 Morikawa, $9,700 Webb Simpson, Reed, Finau, Finau's back, Cantlay, Matsuyama, Hoffman, Wolf, and Tiger, Wolf and Tiger, oh 
baby. I love this little 9K range here. Should we talk about the most popular names, though? Because there's four forming here. It's Webb at 9,700. He's 19.7%. Morikawa at 9,800. He's 19%. Victor Hovland at 92. And Matt Wolf at 91. They're at 17 or 17 and a half or so. Webb, Morikawa, Hovland, Wolf. Fadeable chalk or eat it? all eatable just i think the 9k range this is the always the problem every single week is are, are you starting in a 9k range or are you going to pack like uh jt and kawa which is a doable combination but you know you lose quite a bit of salary i i like i said i was going to do like a xander and then a low nine or a, or a upper eight and then i'd save a little money so i mean that's that's that would be the only reason why you would make some sort of decision about this nine, uh, 9K range. Otherwise, I mean, if there's a fade, I mean, is Patrick Reed wanted? He looks like he sets up quite nicely for this. Always play Patrick Reed, I thought. Always play Patrick Reed, especially when he starts following you on Twitter. And <laughs> had a chance to play him since then. So, of course, I'm going to play Patrick Reed, even though he's 14.3%. He's right in the middle. We're need, we need to talk about one of the, like, lower – own names the better pivots in the range perhaps $9,400 Patrick Cantley. I like that nobody likes him and I think you you made a solid case on the preferred lines podcast about Patrick Cantley, and, and it, it 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 intrigues me I mean he likes Jack Nicholas courses he hasn't really been playing god-awful lately I mean he's not been playing up to what he holds himself to like you said he likes uh, he likes bent grass too I mean I, I just look at a few things uh, each week and those are them yeah and he's the type that gets angry and we like that he's right. back in california well, with a little bit of annoyance for how he's performed and he's the jt type he's the guy that you can see it he is not a pampered f he kind of <laughs> is one of those that wants to grind wants to play wants to prove himself he has <laughs> been the top 10 player of the world and now he's playing more like a top 25 player in the world and that makes him mad and what do we like to do eric we like to roster angry golfers that are low owned at 9,400. This might be an all in spot on Patrick Cantley. I like Patrick Cantley. I like Patrick Reed, Patrick and Patrick in the 9k range. But before we leave the 9k range, Eric, we must talk about our guy, the Tiger Woods, right at 9,000 on the nose, 11% owned defending Zozo champion, Tiger Woods. We know he loves to win. He's won a hell of a lot, 82 times or something. What's, he going to do now though is he going to win this now here it, i mean it's new so he's got like that going for him or he could defend a new place like that's kind of fun and tiger we know loves eric padding his wikipedia page he's the golfer that has the wikipedia page that's miles long and i've looked at a lot he thinks it's cool because charlie will be able to look it up later and brag about how many times he's you know won a tournament and all this stuff that's random stats that Tiger's just accumulated as being the greatest golfer of all time. But Tiger has not played that many times, Eric. No, he, he hasn't. He's only played seven times since winning this Zozo last year. Three before COVID, four since COVID. And his most recent was a missed cut at the U.S. Open. We haven't seen him since he missed cut at the U.S. Open. And he also missed cut at the PGA. Is this the same Tiger? Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I I knew exactly what you were going to say about Tiger, and it, it's a good question. But here's the thing: 
we you got to play Tiger every single week. It's a little different than some of the risk that comes about with you know guys down below Jordan Spieth, for instance. We'll get into him. You know these. What do you players. mean? There's risks with Jordan? <laughs> right. No, I mean we I, don't already know. Hey, we play for fun, and T- Tiger Woods is the is the best golfer alive. Uh, it maybe not the same form as some of the guys around him or above him, but. Joe said it, 80-some wins. How do you not click him at least a handful of shares? Do we know he's going to show up and carry? This is like pre-Masters working. And he's uh, won the most times in the state of California of, ever, of anyone on earth. Now, he, I think he's tied with Phil. So there's motivation there to beat Phil's record there. 15 wins in California or 14 wins. He wants 15. So maybe there's a motivation there. We're looking beyond stats, beyond <laughs> narrative. Look, Tiger is Tiger. And if all parts of his game are here, he's going to actually contend and has a really good chance of winning, if not totally paying off his 9K. But Eric, weren't we always under the impression that Tiger was a guy to click on tournaments where the even par score is a good score, grinding it out is a good way to take Tiger? Or in the or like in the like, it's not it's not like twenty five under. We're looking right. at like eight, ten, twelve under, which that's kind of been close to what uh, Sherwood's provided um, in previous years as far as uh, winning scores. So, I mean, God, he's got the tournament. I mean, he's got the course history. Yeah, apparently it's like from like thirteen years ago. Well, yeah, I mean, and like I read that he hasn't even been on the course since 2013, but I don't know if that's true or if it's competitively he hasn't been here. But so you could talk yourself in or off of Tiger, and I wouldn't blame you either way. Should we go to the 8K range, Eric, where you know, on these no cut events with a deeper, you know, somewhat talented field, you got you got to maybe pepper this range. That was so tame. Come on. (laughs) Uh, You want to kind of get – you want to clench with the no cut. You feel like, ooh, mm, maybe I want to go to the AK range. You want to get a little conservative. And you can do that by peppering the AK (laughs) range with the names here. And some of them are being peppered. The most peppered is $8,400 Joaquin Neiman. Yo, Keen, he's finally 8,400. He's been flirting in the sevens. He's been owned in the sevens. And now owned in the 8K range because he's good. 8,400, he's 17% owned. Neiman, but he's kind of still underpriced. Could he be perhaps? $8,400 Neiman? I mean, yeah, he's. Look at these finishes. I mean, these finishes are, are, are really nice to see, especially the last two weeks, you know, Shriners and CJ at 13th and a, and a sixth. And, you know, uh, gaining strokes on approach and off the tee last week at the CJ Cup with, a, you know, what, you, what all these guys have to do if they want to actually top 10, top 15, you got to putt well. He did putt well, 2.7 strokes game putting on a surface that he enjoys the most last week bent, and that's what we get this week. That's why we got to like this. Yeah, we got to like him. Eat this 17%. That's not enough to care. Uh, at 8,400. Also popular is Bubba in the range. Burger, 
English, they're all between 14, 15, 16%. Harris English ranks number one in strokes gained putting per round over the last couple years in the field, right ahead of Jordan Spieth on bent. And I got that stat and information from our friend, Chris Durrell, Jaegerbombs underscore nine at uh, yahoo.com or whatever Twitter. And yeah. he has a Patreon. So go buy his spreadsheet and you can have that information. You can know who the best putters are on bent. And it is Harris English. A guy who putted extremely well on bent last week, $8,100 Russell Henley, third best putting round of his life. Do you want to go back <laughs> now? Do you think you can go back? People are still going back. He's like 14% owned. Henley is wanted. Do you like him? I mean, at 8,100 bucks, it's not – It's. I mean, yeah, that putting uh, performance is – It's co-crack. It's, it's, it's a pause for concern, but, but the other aspects of his game have been good, and they've been good for a while now, mm-hmm. uh, even after a – you know a month and a half month and week long layoff between uh, the BNW and the Shriners. And you picked up kind of right where he left off, you know, things, you know, go like, just like, as you go further down, these guys, you know, they have the ups and downs of, of the various aspects of their game, but they're, he's figuring it out. But yeah, that nine strokes game putting is it's, it's our, it's always our cue. You know, we don't try to get too bogged down with, with, with the stats, but the, the nine strokes putting. Well, I mean, he's played on the tour forever and he's, this is this third best, Last week is third best. Oh, he's going to have his fourth best this week. Like, what? No. No way. Now, uh, <laughs> Kokrak is actually in this range. Incredibly priced at $8,600, which, I don't know, he's a winner on PGA Tour now. But he also, that was the best putting career or round of his life, too. I don't understand. So, maybe don't go on those putters that had a good putting week. Maybe you could flip to him, who's 10% owned. He's an actual good pivot. The least wanted in the 8k range is tommy fleetwood at 8500 i was liking him last week and he kind of just didn't do anything at all so can we trust tommy i mean for a for a low owned possible i mean the guy has upside we know this i mean he's that's that we gotta we gotta consider that with all these guys that are not really doing anything spectacular but they have done in the past i mean what kind of risk are you willing to take i mean you're fleetwood backer i mean you 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 ride the fleetwood hair you uh, yeah i used to have the fleetwood flow and i used to love right. fleetwood but that was back two years ago when fleetwood was actually good <laughs> and i don't know i haven't seen him be good for a long time there are other names in the range that you go to you go right underneath the neiman or you go to sheffler eighty two hundred dollars or you just add a couple dollars and you go to my guy in this range the one of my favorites is eighty nine hundred dollar daniel Berger. because eric in golf and betting in general, you're only as good as the last rounds you've played. That's kind of how it goes. What have you done for me lately? And a lot of experts adhere to that recent form. So overall, generally speaking, that's what we focus on. And I focus on is what recent form have you been having? And last week's recent as recent gets. Last week, no, Daniel Berger, you know, did okay, did good, played really well. But what did he do well at? Well, driving the ball. And that's what you need here potentially with these par fives. You got to take advantage of the par fives. So the recent off the tee form, especially important this week, looking at last week's off the tee leaders, Rory was the number one in off the tee with six gained strokes. Rom, 4.7. 
And then Berger, dude, at 4.3. That's what I like to see. Someone smashing good with the driver, but then what did you do? You dug in a little deeper on Berger, and you find, you see right there, the putter, which has been carrying him, been kind of the bread and butter for him, led him to a win, led him to some top fives. It didn't show up last week, so I love that. Berger got a little rust off, performed well off the tee, didn't perform with his best club in the bag. He's 8,900 now and not really wanted totally. So, yeah, sign me up for a bunch of burger shares, 8,900. Right on. And then let me just add this, and then we can move on to the 7K range. Bubba Watson lost stro- strokes putting last week, and he had picked every up week. with – What's that? Well, yeah, every week, of course, and that's fine. But here's the thing is I'm riding the, the uh, uh, Masters preparation narrative. I le- we got bent grass greens. Again, we like to talk about the putting surfaces. I think that matters. Okay. And – Here's the thing too that I was thinking about, and I think this is this is important because we've got a we've got a Masters tournament here in three weeks. We've got two tournaments after after Zozo's is completed. We won't see a lot of these guys. This is their preparation tournament, and what we get that's different uh, compared to a Masters tournament in April is people showing up the week before, looking to you know see what what they've got left in preparation for the Masters. These guys, we, we get kind of worried about them because, well, what are they going to actually try and win and like, and you know, just drain their tank uh, through the weekend to a Sunday finish? No, not this time. A lot of these guys we're not going to see again until the Masters. Guess what? They're willing to go all the way to win. That's why I think this is such a really good range in the 8K up to 9K range. And these guys aren't going to hold back. They're not, oh, shit, I made the cut. Oh, no. And then, they, you know, you know what I mean? there's no cut to make, obviously, this week, but, you know, they're not, they're not going to, uh, be worrying about the stress of having to win because they might, they'll get two weeks to take off until the masters. So I, I like that fact that it's, it's kind of, you know, COVID weird schedule, uh, November masters. This is, this is a setup that's perfect for some of these high quality players and uh, back to Bubba Watson, one of my favorite plays, despite the attention that he's getting in the massive uh, price price bump that he got from uh, the, the last week. So, well, then you must be looking at the 7K range at the top of that range at Adam Scott, $7,900, probably showing up. He's only showed up. He's showed up less than Tiger since the restart. He's only had four tournaments yeah. since the restart. He never wants to play golf anymore, but here he is, 7900 probably preparing for a little. For, and then, oh, my goodness gracious, look at this range. These are Masters preparers with Rory or with Ricky Fowler, Jason Day, Phil Mickelson, Paul Casey, Rose to Woodland. Mm-hmm. Look at this range. What is going on here? Uh, how is this possible that these are the names that are in this range? Yeah, it's 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 probably a bad idea to fade them, but it's there's there's reasons that they're priced that way because their form is strange compared well, dude, to what and guess what? They're not even the most popular. The most popular is the guy that I was hoping that wasn't, and I'm kind of pissed. Cameron Smith is the most popular name. Well, maybe <laughs> because he's seventy two hundred dollars, it's a great price and actually playing really good golf. So I don't blame people for clicking on that. I'm not clicking off of Cameron Smith. In fact, you spoiler alert might be a value at the end for me because seventy two hundred. I've looked up some stats on him and I like what I see. So so other people <laughs> it seems now Munoz. He's also popular, 12.7%. If you looked at Chris Durrell's spreadsheet, uh, Jaeger about nine, uh, you can find him on Patreon. 
that spreadsheet will show you that Munoz is a performer for no cut events. I like what I see and people do know that. And they're at 12% there. Adam Scott's popular name, also popular, Justin Rose. What? Yeah. Not as popular as you'd maybe think, but he's still popular, which is crazy. He did miss the cut at the masters last year. I think it was one of the first times he's ever missed it. I think he was 15 of 15 making the cut. And then he missed the cut at the masters. I was like all in on him. I'm like, what the hell? Of course. So, Maybe he's just truly only caring about this Masters. So uh, that's a guy that you got to be kind of hesitant on. You talk about people that are going to go for it. Well, even if he is in the Masters and he does, he's kind of one of those that you got to be a little bit worried about. And last week, dude, off the tee with the driver, maybe he was practicing something because he lost 3.4 strokes. Justin Rose off the tee last week. And on Moose's database website, fantasynational.com, get a membership there could sign up for a month and you get the masters now that website shows rose hasn't that was his third worst performance off the tee since it, ever 2003 there wow. are things going back so what is going on with rose off the tee last week was he playing with the driver trying to hit fades off the tee trying to hit draws off the tee we know rose doesn't give a shit about the cj cup does he really care about the zozo i don't know and there he is priced at whatever 74 oh my god so you might have to do that. Uh, people are looking at Lanto and Gooch because of the leaderboard last week. You see them there. You're going to get on now after they've received a price bump and a popularity boost. Are you into Lanto or Gooch at 10%? I mean, I, I missed out on that last week. So it seems like a foolish decision for me to just jump back on. I mean, we kind of talk about that. You were on, you were on, uh, you were on, who was it, Lanto? Lanto was one of my most owned and I had Gooch shares too. So I made some money off those names. So I'm not going back to those names, especially when you, <laughs> in, in this range, you can get a 3% Jason day. Oh my God. Do you Whoa. trust Jason day though? That's the question. It's incredible. Uh, Phil Mickelson isn't wanted. Gary Woodland's got the uh, hip problem, labrum or whatever in his hip. Uh, Paul yeah. Casey can't do shit. Brendan Todd, no idea. Ricky Fowler, no idea. <laughs> I mean, are the best pivots Brian Harmon or Billy Horschel? It's weird. This is a weird I range. Can, I can do some Harmon. Harmon's a birdie machine. Yeah. And he's yeah. not in the Masters. you got to look at the names that aren't in the Masters, like you said. Because those are right. the names that people are going to be maybe more motivated to prove to those people that make the decisions to not put them in the Masters. Are we just that old that we're, like, so shocked by the fact that you know, the, Ricky Fowler, Jason A., Phil Mickelson, Paul Casey, Justin Rose, they're all, like, in the mid-7K range, and we're used to seeing, like, not that happening at all. Like, I don't know. we we, we got to have amnesia. Uh, yeah, I'm 35, dude. I'm definitely old. And so those names are like, oh, those I'm are, old, my, those are my names, man. <laughs> but, no, the new names are actually Munoz and Lanto Griffin, so whatever. <laughs> it's crazy how that works. Yeah, But it really is like, you're going to say, whoa, what Casey or day, one of those guys, Fowler or Rose or Woodland or one of these names is going to pop. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah, for it sure. definitely happens. And then we, and then we'll text each other on Saturday afternoon, historically good, low owned names. What is, what are we doing here? This is like a principle of ours. Go after these low owned, historically good names that can pop at any moment that have the winning pedigree that don't get scared in the moment that have the motivations want the money need the money have the sponsors blah 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 900 <laughs> reasons we keep texting over and over all the time so like maybe use those names i think i think i think imagine if, you're, if you wake up you got taken up to space by an alien spaceship and then they 
fucked with you, brought you back, dropped you in earth, and they said, hey, you can get Rose at $7,400 right now. And you'd be like, what? <laughs> you the Masters? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you do that. God. All right. Let's go to the 6K range, Eric. Yeah. And in that range, there's names. There's juicy names. And the juiciest is at the tippity tip top of the range. It's 6,900. It's Spieth. Holy crap. But before we get to him, let's talk about the popular one, Streelman. Kevin Streelman? Interesting. He's 66. He's wanted. And then uh, Kisner, same thing. 68, wanted. With good reason, maybe. But I don't want to talk about those names. All that we want to talk about is our guy, Jordan Spieth, who's 6,900 on bent. He's like the best bent putting player uh, on planet Earth. And he's, oh, he is popular, of course. People are too smart, Eric. They know how to play now. And they know it could be his time. And actually, they know. Because Rick Brungood has told them. People have told them. Experts have told you. Spieth can score DraftKings points, even though he's tied for 38. He's 13th or whatever in DraftKings scoring. You've heard that. You know now. Spieth is the new Phil, where he bogeys a lot, but he birdies a lot. And sometimes he's bad enough that you know, he's better at DK than he is in real life. We told you to play him last week. And then he was bad. But he scored more than Rory and JT. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that. Um, are we worried that Spieth's caddy has a home issue and he's not going to be on the bag this week? It's going to be his father. Greller's dad died. And now yeah, Spieth mom. has his, his dad on the bag. Didn't this happen before, too? I believe it did. His Greller's mother, I believe, passed away like a year and a half ago or something. I just, this popped in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember being like, this is what's going to spark Jordan. He's going to turn around. Oh, Greller's mom. Oh, motivation. Oh, different caddy. Oh, and what happened? He was like T68. He barely made, or he made the cut and then it was DFL. Yeah. So do we care? Nothing matters, does it? No, nothing really matters. I mean, you know, you, we, we, we got out of him last week. He was, he was doing what he does around the greens. And he actually finally gained uh, 0.1 strokes putting, whereas his last handful, five tournaments, not. Because his bent. Uh, Guy sleeps on a bent bed. Right, he does. <laughs> right. Yeah, it is. It's, 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 this is a situation where if it wasn't Jordan Spieth and it was any other name that had been this bad for this long and he was becoming popular, this is a place that we would advise that you would fit. This is, this is an, an appropriate fade, in fact, a good fade. But since it's Jordan Spieth, here we are. What? Considering taking him? I mean, but like, I used him last week, so of course I'm using him this week. I, this is the same thing we, we've said. <laughs> You're going to. It's the sunken cost oh. fallacy, okay, where you think um, – this is what I see people do with relationships where, no, I've already put – I've spent all this time. I'll give them another chance or, uh, you know. And then so because that's – at some point, speed's going to be good again. We know that at some point. And what are we going to do? We invest all these times, all this past and the bad, and then, you know, all of a sudden we're like, nope, not going to do it this week at 6,900. Nope, can't do it on bent, preparing for the Masters. It's like, what? But you've been doing right. it at 88, at 79, 74, 72. <laughs> like, on worse grasses in different situations that are worse. In a chance where, look at he showed up last week. He, I mean, 
he was there. So 6,900, sign me up. Right. If he was 7,900, no, then we're talking a different conversation. But 6,900, sign me up. Yeah. Guy who I'm considering is $6,800 Cameron Champ, but he's also popular. He can't really putt that well. He sucks pretty badly on bent. Um, should we talk about the least, most least popular? Sure. Satoshi Gadaira. <laughs> well, yeah. Where's he been? Nobody wants him. He's the least owned. Uh, actually, though, besides those random names I've never seen or heard of in my life, the names Andrew Landry, Michael Thompson, Nick Taylor, Richie Wierinski are not wanted. And what do they have in common, Eric? They're bad. They all won. Oh, they've all won, but then are bad now recently. Andrew Landry won something one time. Michael Thompson won the 3M. Nick Taylor won a Pebble Beach. Richie Wernsky won that thing with uh, Stableford scoring. These people won. <laughs> and now they're not wanted and they're at the lowest prices. So I don't know. This is just like take the flyer on a winner maybe. Or do you no, take- I think you, you can roll the dice down here. I, I don't think there's really – I'm sure there's people that have put out information, content about – about maybe a, a little glimmer of something here or there, but really we've said this, it's, it's, it's roulette and, you know, take, take a random Rowenski, take a Andrew Landry share, take a Nick Taylor share at 6,100. I mean, yeah, he won this year. Uh, take a Damon share, take a huge share. I mean, you can just take, take whatever you want, whatever your risk level is or play it safe and don't even play anybody in the six K range besides like Spieth or, or, or Hadwin or, or. No, you're definitely going to need a six K range. I like Higgs. Well, yeah, I'm going to be digging down here. But no, I'm we not talked about this. This is exactly going. what happened to me last week and why I, I made money and you lost money is that oh. I decided to play 6K range guys. And then instead of paying a 7K guy, I went and said, oh, I don't want this 7K guy who's just as bad or good as a 6K guy. So I'm going 6K. And then you know what I'm going to do? Upgrade my 8K guy to a 9K guy. And boom, I'm going to do that. Or I'm not going to use anyone in the 9Ks. I'm going to use the two 10Ks. So there are ways to just use the 6K guy that's going to be just as good as a 7K guy. And then you get the better names by you upgrading a 9K to a 10K. That's just like, don't yeah. be stupid. I No, I, 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 I was trying to say that I don't think you need to go much lower than like the 6.5. Like there was some 6.12s last week that were that were playable. I don't know if that's... Lanto true. was 63, I think, and Gooch was 62. There was other yeah. 62s. There was, there, the, the, not this week, though. Okay. What I, what I'm okay. Arguing. Okay. Fair enough. Six K, there there's playable names, and we're gonna need them, especially me packing some Xander, you know, uh, Harris English lineups or whatever. So, no, that's kind of the start of the build conversation. At the end of the names uh, and the pivots and the ownership stuff, we talk about building rosters each week before we get into our values, and we kind of just spoke on it a minute about how going maybe heavy with a top couple of guys and sprinkle a variety of the middle and a variety of the six Ks. I don't know what are you gonna do. You know, each week I find myself, I think, making a bad decision, which is I, I always lean towards I need to have these top price guys. I need to have Xander at 11.2. I need Rom at 11,000. And what happens is I'm building my 20 lineups and I'm taking the three maybe guys out of the five that are in the 10 plus K range. All of a sudden I find myself having FOMO and then I start building these uh, more balanced lineups. And I think you, you got to make sort of a stand. Are you going to go 100% with the stars at the top with who you can pack in in the sort of middle range and then you got to dig down? 
or are you just going to go starting with Webb, starting with Kawa, starting with Patrick Reed? What are you going to do? I'm not going to do FOMO this week. Every single one of my lineups is going to have a 10K plus range guy. I'm going to do it. I'm going to stick to that. I'm not going to have FOMO anymore. Good. Don't do it. Don't be scared. Don't no. scare money doesn't make money. No. Um, Maybe this week, since uh, I'm now playing differently each week, based on how I feel about the pricing and the pools and the names, uh, maybe I'll go a little different. Maybe I'll uh, be more balanced. Maybe I'll have like the 24 names and spread them evenly and do something like no more than eight shares of one guy and no less of three than uh, another. So I don't know how I'm going to play. And if you want to know how I'm going to end up playing, you can follow me on Twitter at EdinaRealChi, and I tweet my names, my tallies. Hey, <laughs> values. Do you want me to give you my three, or do you want to give your? I got. I got. I can give you fifteen names, bro. Go ahead and start, and I'll. I'll. I'll find the guys that you missed. Well, let's see if you don't have these names, okay? I've got ninety-two hundred dollar Victor Hovland. We didn't talk about him very much, but he's ninety-two hundred. One of the best golfers out there. He was T twelve last week. He played flawlessly. And the dude loves to feast on par fives. Victor Hovland is not in the Masters next month. What does that mean? He's motivated to prove, to show. And he's starting to see Morikawa and Wolf move ahead of him in the world and also in the betting boards and in the popularity of the Instagrams or whatever. So maybe he needs a juicy win. He's only got that one weird win at the Puerto Rico Open. So do it here. Zozo, a, a win at Zozo. You can be like, Tiger won this, so S my D. It's not a Tony Finau, Puerto Rico Open. So, Victor Hovland, $9,200. And then I got Neiman, 84 Underpriced, bet player, poised, young, energy, good guy, good player. 84 Give you all of the Yoki Neiman. And then M at 8000 Scott at 7900 Those are values. That seems irresponsibly low. DraftKings, you did a bad job pricing him and scott and maybe you do eat the 7200 cameron champ because he's leading in strokes gained par five over the last 12 rounds he's number one in strokes gained par five he is the real one feasting on par five so 7200 cameron smith i like it he's a winner too he won the sony or something like that and he is someone that does do well at no cuts as well five top tens and 18 events in no cut events I'm going to go there. 7,200. If you don't want the chalk and you want the pivot, maybe Munoz, because he's also good at no cut events. Sorry, that's a lot of names. Any of those names your names for values? Yeah, well, Neiman uh, fell into that. And then I would say, I, I think that I'm going to end up with probably 40 to 50% shares in this 8K range of three names. Joaquin Neiman at 8,400. I'm going to and then Harris English and Bubba Watson. I just, I can't, I, I, I like the price despite Bubba Watson's bump. I like what he's doing. I like the fact that he's putting shittily and I'm going to gamble because this is what it is. It's fucking gambling that maybe he gains a stroke putting and then we see him up there uh, better than seventh place last week at a, a no cut event. And here we get another no cut event. I mean, I, I'd love that. And then Harris English, here's the thing. The guy's been trending. He missed the cut, uh, what was it, two weeks ago? Yeah, at Shriners. Fine, whatever. Otherwise, Isn't the Shriners cut like minus seven? Yeah, and he missed it at minus five. No, it was minus six. So it's not like he even played that bad. He just didn't 
He missed one or two birdie putts. The guy is playing really good golf. It's not just his putter. It's I mean, it's his putter. Oh, his you know, putter's he, great too on bent, especially according yeah. to fan, oh, or, yeah, uh, no. so, so he is going to be a uh, staple in in a lot of my lineups. And in a no cut event, fuck it. That's what you got to do. You got to take take risks on certain players. I think it's a little foolish to go high on a, a 10k plus or even upper 9k you did last week and it almost worked out and that might work out this week but th- these 8k guys is where i'm going to take a big stand and then i'm going to mix and match them with uh, some of the other names that i like that we've talked about today so it should be fun cool well my phone won't open so that's great oh for the song yeah oh well Hey, thanks for watching. Uh, like and subscribe, tweet or retweet. And, uh, you know, that helps us, honestly, because we're trying to get Google uh, algorithms to find us. So you just writing a comment and liking it or whatever, that helps. Even though you think it doesn't, why wouldn't you do that? We do this for free, for fun, out of the goodness of our hearts. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Nice. Bye-bye, everybody. Goodbye.